Cincinnati Insurance. This is Nick. How may I help you? Nick, this is Joey Jingola. Joey, what's going on, dude? What's going on, man? Did you just try calling me like a couple times and it didn't go through? I did. I was screaming at you. You didn't hear me. Yeah. Can you hear me now? This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. Originally, I had my site through EasyLinks, and I was paying for some sort of like package. And I was like, well, the package, part of the reason I chose it was because they had a website. But then I was like, oh, I'm going to have this new person do a website. And I figured I'll just drop down this EasyLinks package and save some money. But then EasyLinks said, well, if you do that, you won't get the online quoting tool available. So I was not able to drop my costs with EasyLinks because I needed to be able to be integrated into the website. So I kind of I kind of looked into that a little bit, but I figured if somebody knows how to build a website, they should be able to integrate that. It's called like the Client Center or something like that. Not so fast. How's my good buddy Nick Thalhammer of Cincinnati Insurance in Cincinnati, Ohio. And yes, um, you would think that those statements seem like logical um, pieces of information that would connect, that would make sense, that would integrate and you know nick's talking about redoing his website that's what we've been talking about for the last couple episodes that nick nick has been on and it was working he's really concerned about the client center with easy links and spoiler alert i guess before we get too far um you know as we mentioned in the previous episodes nick has actually um redesigned the website he does have it integrated from what i can tell looks pretty good everything looks pretty solid and uh, and he pulled it off for the most part so there is a happy ending to all this um I guess one, this is just more or less a, you know, if you are in this situation, uh, it's, it's a PSA to the fact that don't always just assume that these things are going to go together easily. And because it ends up in, in either some type of ugly iframe or it just doesn't look as seamless, as integrated as part of your website as you may want to believe that it can be. And that's, I think we're slowly moving out of these phases with a lot of stuff, but also, also, also even on a deeper level of integration that sometimes it's just, as we know, it just doesn't exist. It's not possible to connect certain things in certain ways. More so it seems in our corner of the world, technology world, than maybe in most, and we can obviously point fingers in a couple different ways as to who we think might be responsible for said lack of connection. However, it's just it's like a, it's just that you got it's one of those things going into it. And really, you need to decide, am I going to go with, you know, maybe maybe potentially water down across the board solutions that might not be the best of the best across all industries, but just because it does maybe play nicer in some capacities. I'm going to do that versus saying, I'm going to go with, you know, the stuff that gives me the most, uh, most features, most whatever. It, it, it allows me to operate regardless of industry at a level that I feel we should. And I'm going to suffer. There might be a little bit more manual automation in that environment, but those are really kind of the two choices, right? In, in some lesser versions, degrees, depending on how crazy, how serious you want to get one way or the other. Um, the worst thing is that you can't, I mean, if you don't have some sort of ongoing tool, resource, service available, then yeah, it kind of doesn't make a whole lot of sense to pay for it every month. 
it, there was basically like a $1,800 upfront cost for the site and then like a monthly rate. And I've kind of just always been so anti-paying a monthly rate for a site. I kind of want to just like pay for the freaking site. And like, why do I need like some ongoing monthly expense? I'll pay you more upfront to do the site right. And, and I know there needs to be updates over time, but I, do you know if there's like some sort of, sure. or does this guy basically create a site and you're good to go? I completely agree, Nick. And yes, I hate paying for uh, monthly fees if there isn't anything happening, right? And again, you know, to the point of this is the rationale we all kind of make in this environment as well. I know there's going to need to be changes and stuff, but again, just paying for the fact that you might need to make changes is it just uh, gets me in a certain spot that I really don't want to talk about because again, unless you're paying for an all encompassing, you know, tool that your website is just a part of now, again, in the, in the, in the first clip, you know, Nick was saying, Hey, easy links was the management system had his website there in some universe. That makes sense. There is a tool that is ongoing that is tied in in some ways to the website. You're paying for that kind of bundled service much in the, you know, the event of like a, a HubSpot or something to where if everything is integrated, you're paying for a suite of tools, then yes, uh, in conjunction with the website just being part of that, it makes sense to be paying the reoccurring kind of fee. But if you're just dealing with a static website that does has nothing else other than it's like it being a site and there's nobody you know, publishing content to it or really doing anything to it on a regular basis, then that becomes a bit of a bit of a challenge. But if there is something, even like a video proposal tool that might be integrated into the platform, then again, that makes sense for ongoing support. It's something you're going to be continually using. And this might be a big lesson in just, wow, Joe, you're stating the obvious here. But again, I, I've, this has actually been a question that gets asked quite a bit of, you know, why am I paying a monthly fee? And if, if I'm not getting anything, it just depends on on who you're, who you're kind of going to. And really the biggest thing is ultimately deciding if where you're at is allowing you the option, the flexibility to always have the latest and the greatest. I'm going to be pulling the trigger on this here pretty soon. The person I'm using now, I mean, the one thing is they are local. I have a relationship with them, but at the end of the day, I want to do whatever's the latest and the greatest and the most effective. Ah, uh, yes. Don't we all? Well, I mean, maybe not. But anyways, I, this is probably the best. I, I can't even count how many times I've said it, but this is probably the best website advice I think anybody can ever get. And just please don't get somebody local just because they're local, just because you have a relationship with them, just because you've physically seen them in the real world, you know what their legs look like. Just because those things have happened doesn't mean that they are the best and most qualified person to handle the thing that almost everybody you're ever going to act with, interact with, with your business is going to see. That's it, plain and simple. I can't stress that enough. It is so important because it happens all the time. It's like, oh, we've got this person that's here and that's gonna make it better. And it generally doesn't because a website is one of those things that can be a really stretched across, um, you know, dare I say, state boundaries, dare I even say uh, the world, again, any place that's going to do it effectively and efficiently and doing it for a pretty, uh, you know, decent price, right? If you can do it, great. I mean, there's plenty of people within the industry that have, that do a great job. 
Uh, and then there's other creative solutions too, whether they are, you know, within dedicated industry or outside, or again, it, it's just don't tie yourself. I can't repeat myself enough. Don't tie yourself to somebody that just because you think you know them, that that's somehow going to translate into a better job. Rarely does it ever. And it just leads to frustration and mediocrity on a level that you really weren't prepared to deal with. Um, but let's get back to the latest and the greatest, right? And then we kind of touched upon this in the very first clip of, of, you know, you can look to go the bundled, the package route in some cases and maybe pick up some maybe slightly advanced integrations. Or, you know, there's the option to just say, forget it. I'm going with the best players. I'm picking the all-star team. This is if I had my choice. These are the people that I want in my lineup, regardless of how well team chemistry is going to be in the locker room. And that's, I mean, the manager's choice right there, I guess, right? Because uh, who knows what's going to work out because sometimes a uh, a, a clubhouse full of volatile personalities. I don't know if anybody's losing me on the sports analogy here, but a clubhouse full of volatile personalities can sometimes create uh, for a magical experience. Uh, again, more often than not, generally it explodes in your face because it is just a chaotic mess of of who knows what. But you know, if you want to go the route, this is again where Nick was faced. He was you know with you know, going from Easy Links, looking for something else. He he had somebody local doing the website potentially, and he wanted to move to maybe this all-encompassing, just one and done, I want to pay you up front, I want to get it set up, I want to leave it alone situation. So many different options, so many different choices. There really isn't a right or wrong here, I guess, and maybe that's the the biggest takeaway is that it's really just going to determine on what you are most suitable or comfortable with and or willing to deal with knowing how you've made these decisions and what you're going to remember in the process when something does break or when something isn't as flexible or when something is limited in its overall just design, look, aesthetic, appeal, and functionality in some ways. It's, hey, do I remember making this decision and what I was going to be willing to sacrifice when I ran, I come up against these things? Because that's one of the biggest challenges. We, we, we have the, that amnesia of that decision and, and the things that we, we talked ourselves into of saying, oh, this is great. I'll, I'll know I'll do this. This will be fine. And then all of a sudden, you know, that thing happens two or three years down the road. And it's like, oh, wait, why can't we do this? And then that whole conversation that you had with yourself is nowhere to be found. So that's it. That's really the biggest thing, I think, when, you know, you're looking at integrating things, looking at making decisions, looking at, you know, what it is that you're ultimately paying for, the tools that are ongoing, not ongoing, and, you know, what you might consider to be the latest and the greatest thing that you need available to make it all happen. You just need to be ready to pull the trigger and live with the decision. I'm not really sure how it happened, but it did rather effortlessly this weekend and Stranger Things season three, just blink of an eye, Saturday, Sunday affair. And really I was just, I found myself unexpectedly in charge of a uh, slightly under the weather, 10-month-old. And, I mean, what better way than to nurse said 10-month-old back to health than having them watch possibly questionable material at a time that they hopefully don't understand what it is and maybe ultimately might have a longer-lasting impact on their mental well-being uh, for many years to come. I don't know. Who's to say? But that's what happened. Um, I just I found myself one-on-one with the with the littlest of little ones, and, uh, and it just did. Stranger Things just rolled right through it, I um, and I didn't expect it. Anyways, what I really want to know is, uh, for any of you out there that enjoy the show, what'd you think? Was it, uh, was it, was it the best season ever? Possibly. I, that's hyperbole, I think, but 
I was watching some reviews and things like that. And people were, you know, there were there were some fairly credible sources that said hey, this might have been the best season yet, and I I actually have to agree. I mean, everything, yeah, it was just I don't want spoilers. I don't want to really talk about it, but I just I felt it was. Um, was exceptional from a story standpoint and just the, the, the multiple narratives that were happening. Fantastic, I thought. Anyways, joinagencynation.com. Where does it rank? How do you feel about it? Do you even like the show? Do you say it's just not your thing? I gotta know. I'm curious because, I mean, what else are we gonna talk about, right? Sure. Joinagencynation.com. But speaking of possibly questionable material that your agency might not be ready for, well, that's maybe, sure, Elevate 2020. Head on over to elevateconference.com and get up-to-date notifications of when things are happening. We're going to be making some announcements here very, very soon. So stay close to that if you want to be one of the first people up-to-date on what is happening, when tickets are available, and all of the fun stuff that we have planned for Nashville uh, May 31st, June 1st, and June 2nd, 2020. ElevateConference.com.